It's the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. Good evening. Hello. It's episode 26 of the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. You were right. A couple days off and it is actually hard to get back into it. It is. I'm like, what do I say again? (laughs) Uh, Tonight, Tonight we're talking about security. And defending your off-grid property. Defending your home. Yeah. And I think we've got a big old list here. A lot or all of these items come from our first 300 Things to Prep. We sprinkle them throughout because in the first 300 Things to Prep, we encourage you to prep all four pillars of preparedness equally. (laughs) Yeah. So that you don't just focus on the fun stuff and forget about first aid and water. Yeah. So we'll just go through... Whoa, there was a loud vehicle. We never have loud vehicles. No, that was weird. That was odd. Oh, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. Yeah. And it's the time of the year when people actually have some money here. Yeah. There's some fishing and tourism going on. That's true, yeah. Interesting. I heard boats, like, almost all night last night. Yeah, that was weird, right? Really loud boats. Because we're probably five Five kilometers or so from the ocean. But that bay is... it's pretty broad and mm-hmm. it's not it's not very mountainous here yeah so the sound carries yeah like you can you can smell yeah. the sea today and it took me a minute last night you're right in the middle of the night like, what is what that is what is that it's just a really loud just take boat. your foot off the gas yeah but no it's a boat so you just drive it at all the, whole the time, time. <laughs> <laughs> all night long driving the boats yeah. trying to crash into each other Anyways, the joys of off-grid living. You notice that stuff because usually life is so It's so, so quiet. quiet. <laughs> it's so quiet. <laughs> Why don't we start off? We've got time to do at least three or four subjects from this yeah. list before we get to our first sponsor. Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing that you have to think about for off-grid or even for any property is it is easier to deter than it is to get somebody off your property. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's... The best offense is a good defense. Yeah, so we accidentally created our own deterrence just because... It was luck. God gave it to us. It was luck. I mean, what we have is a really super creepy looking driveway. Yeah. I'm going to get murdered up there looking driveway. (laughs) It is. It's terrible. It's what you call a panhandle lot. And if you could get one, going back in time, even if I had options, I would still get the totally. panhandle Totally, because there's lot. a house out front. It looks like they own all the land back yeah. here. And they just own that one acre. There's a tiny driveway to the side of that house that you can hardly see. Yeah. And it looks creepy. It's the super little creepy. driveway. We try to maintain it, but like... You know, a tree will fall the on the woods, side. And the woods is constantly encroaching here. The woods are constantly encroaching. And so we have a very unwelcoming, we'll say, looking driveway. Anytime we get a new delivery, somebody hasn't been here before, we get that phone call. Uh, uh, is this um, the uh, right road? Like the kind of, am like, I about to get murdered yeah, phone call? Yeah, and they're always nervous. Yeah. It's like, is it, you mean just this, Up this the, goat trail? Really? Okay. And All right. it's a nice driveway. Like, you could drive up. Oh, it's with, gorgeous. With, like, a civic, yeah. But it's 100 feet not up. paved. Yeah, and 100 feet up, it's incredibly yeah. picturesque. But the first 100 feet by the road, they're not. And there's a slight little jog. So it's like you go in 10 feet, jogs to the left 10 feet, mm-hmm. goes in the rest of the way. So you can't see down the driveway. You can't. You can't and see what's going on. Key. It is unnerving, and we don't think about it. 
We yeah, this have is to little... go into our first sponsor. Sure. What's our first sponsor today, dear? Uh, Major Mom's Ground Control. Oh, we used that again today. We did. I used four jugs of it um, on our massive yard, like giant the garden, whole, the everything. courtyard, the patios. And uh, it was That'll actually the first. Fall easy. It was the first time today that I used it directly beside food plants. Yeah. And I knew it would be fine, but you know. It, yeah, the first time you're a little more cautious. Yeah, and nothing. Not even like I could spray. It's so specific. Yeah, like it, it doesn't only spread. Kills what it touches the leaf. You got yeah. You got to coat the leaves. You could even he- mm-hmm. hit a vine as long as you don't hit a leaf. Yes, you can. Yeah, we've done that. It's incredible stuff. The bugs are noticeably reduced. Yeah. Immediately. The our our insects. I mean, we're surrounded by forest, right? And, and all the all the farmers spray. So all the, the insects come to is us. Farms, giant farms, yeah. full of spray. But wherever we spray major moms, it's... You can go out, and then you're not putting bug spray on your body. Which is a big deal. It's a huge deal. I'd rather just have it it on the ground. It's all natural. Yeah. And... It's made out of, like, herbs and flowers and a bunch of different kinds of organic oils and... Yeah, and it's acid-based, so it's not a... It's not a weird glyphosate thing. Yeah, you don't have to worry about getting on your skin. On the ingredients... It basically it says wait until it's dried yeah before you like roll around in your grass yeah but, i mean yeah. it's it's good stuff yeah and if you go to our site and buy it from our store that's offgridprepfamily.com uh we have a coupon code ogpf you get 15 bucks off and free shipping in the u.s and canada nice pretty epic Mm-hmm. so unwelcoming driveway so yeah, we did get lucky by accidentally. It was just yeah. The so make way it, you make it wind a little. That's just the way that yeah. There's a quick little S curve at the beginning, and yeah, and it, it makes all the difference because people can't just look up yeah. and see what's up there. Mm-hmm. And then also, what I've found lately is that crunchy gravel mm-hmm. on the road and around your house. You hear the tiniest footprint oh, around you do. your house especially yeah. at night I, I will immediately that. wake up even if it's just like a wolf outside or something i'm just like oh and i'm like, yeah like because that immediately crunch. and you can't you can't walk on it with them no what are making noise yeah huh another thing yard lights motion detector lights yeah there's lots of battery ones now you a can lot get of people even. have those yeah, yeah people don't want to be seen if they're doing something sketchy mm-hmm. they don't want a light to be on yeah Signage is good because at least you're kind of protected from a legal standpoint. If that's true, the no trespassing sign. We have some pretty funny no trespassing signs in our store. If you want to go check them out, Uh, you you know, post two or three, and then also do the purple stripe of paint around the perimeter of your property. Which I don't think they do here in Canada, but but it's still a recognized thing. Like even if you don't live somewhere with a purple paint law, Mm -hmm. it's generally understood, understood by hunters and stuff that if you see purple paint you yeah. don't hunt there you don't cross that property line and so if someone has yeah you know more about their intentions mm-hmm. you can get alarm signs even if you don't have an alarm we wouldn't recommend a monitor alarm for off-grid because you're taking care of your own stuff yeah and you're not connected to anything but you can still get the signs yeah, you can make your own system if you've yeah. got some electronics know-how. Yeah, and there's so many good options on Amazon. We have a bunch of oh, them in our store. The ones that we use are in the store. Yeah. You know, the ones that don't use a ton of power and yeah. go long distances and things. Mm-hmm. After you've got some motion detectors, including, like, 
you know, around the edges of your property and the problem spots, you should probably start thinking about cameras. Yeah, and motion detectors and cameras, when you're off the grid and you want to make your own system that's not tied to the internet, mm -hmm. you, you want to, you really have to learn how to use automation. Yeah. Now you can use, you want to stay away from the major brands. But because that's all that app like, based yeah. and if the internet goes down no, you can't you don't want nest no. or none Bling of that stuff. or blink they're using nest now to turn people's air conditioning off yeah. during the heat wave to save power yeah so you that's don't want any of that crap about. yeah i use ip cameras which mm -hmm. stands for internet protocol and so is that what you should search for um, just go to our website and just go to our we website have. and and get the stuff because we have used couple different kinds and these are the ones that we stuck it's, with. Yeah, the reason I stuck with the cameras that I did, and there are many different sub-brands, strange, you know, mm -hmm. off-brands, is because they're kind of open-sourced, so they're not tied to any software or app platform. Okay. And there's a term in the security industry that's been around for years and years called ONVIF. It's O-N-V-I-F. And ONVIF is basically, I know I should know what it stands for, but I don't. I know it's an acronym. I didn't and do the research. What it is, is it's an open source <laughs> platform. It's basically a software interaction. Like they all use the same software. So any security company can can go and work on an ONVIF camera. Oh, so like. It has nothing to do with the internet. Every security company doesn't was, need to have their own app. Exactly. This was pre-internet okay. and it's still out there. So you want to get an OnViv camera that runs on um, IP internet protocol, mm -hmm. which they do, they will, they're, they're all updated now. And you can choose between a Wi-Fi camera or a hardwired ethernet camera that and uses that Cat5 cable. Right. And I went with hardwired because I don't like wireless signals. I don't trust them. I think they're unhealthy. Yeah. And and we just laid that wire all the way down our driveway. Yeah, well, we did it first. Yeah. And squirrels got at it. Right. So eventually what I did, and this is probably the, one of the most important parts of our security system, is I decided I, I wanted to know what was going on at the cottage, yeah. which was halfway down between our house it's and like the road. It's like a half kilometer. And I wanted to know what was going on at the gate, which is almost all the way down. Mm -hmm. And so I did a bunch of research and I found uh, a whole slurry of, uh, they're called Wi-Fi antennas, but it's not the Wi-Fi in your house. It's a different kind. It's basically a point to point thing. Mm -hmm. So you put one antenna at one end at the house and a, like a oh. receiver antenna, but they're the same antenna. Right. So you can switch them around. So they talk back and forth yeah. to each other. And so what I did is our, our land is long, north to south. Mm -hmm. And so I put one set of antennas from the house to the cottage and a second set from the cottage to the gate. And they all repeat through right. each other. And, okay. and I can offer some lessons on this. But at the end of the day... If you have trouble, you can message us. Only on you Instagram because I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> I built, from what I can tell, somewhere around a $20,000 system for mm -hmm. about 1000 bucks, mm -hmm. And it works brilliantly mm -hmm. it is extremely complex but it's it's bulletproof like mm -hmm. I haven't touched it in a year mm -hmm. once I got all the bugs once worked out uh, got yeah. it working yeah it's incredible and it, it allows me to um, see a motion alarm wherever I want it mm -hmm. I can put in a sensor and it ties in you and can it's watch all that you can watch a car drive up the driveway yeah. you can get a little bleep as it moves you can get yeah pictures of it as it's coming you can mm -hmm. And you I know. couldn't find anything that did this without an app 
or yeah. online software and like this we've even got like a little screen in our kitchen that goes bleep and like the yep. little motion thing pops up everybody knows you can see the gates closed you can turn on the camera yeah and i really like that was probably the worst part was not only did i not want to buy mainstream stuff because you know it's super tracky yeah i couldn't find what i wanted right and so I had to really source the components. Everything I found was on Amazon, all Prime. It's all on our store. It's all on our store. But if you need help putting it together, yeah. we can help you with that. Yeah. So we've got our cameras up. Mm -hmm. At least four. Like, get all four directions. But then if you have, like we do, like long land, start thinking about putting them out farther and farther yeah. down the way. And as much as you can. And, of yeah. course, this is all off-grid stuff. So each... Each time you've got a cluster of electronics, you need to have a battery, yeah, and a solar panel, and a charge controller. Like you need to think just about just a little one, just tiny, yeah. as small as you can do, get away with. Mm -hmm. uh, but these are there's many different parts of these systems that you mm -hmm. have to consider, especially when you're off the grid or you want to be off the grid and you don't want to be running wires and power mm -hmm. everywhere. That gets complicated and expensive. Yeah, if you want to see what one of our little boxes looks like, let us know and we'll put it on a reel or something. Yeah, yeah. So once we've got our cameras up and running, mm -hmm. this is sort of in order of what I would consider importance and ease. Yeah. So my next recommendation would be that you get some really good quality, super bright flashlights and headlamps. Yeah, those are great at night, especially when something's making the chickens cluck in yeah, the middle of the and, night. Yeah, and you can't, if yeah. you're a person, as soon as someone gets that flashlight in your eyes, they are blind and yeah. you are not. Yeah, it gives you the advantage. You want a really high lumen, yeah. L-U-M-E-N, a high lumen LED headlamp. And we have those on our recommended yeah. store too. Mm -hmm. You want to think about landscaping. At the front, we make it unwelcoming and inhospitable. At the sides, when we clear the forest, we push all of the, the treetops, the stuff yeah. we're not going to burn, and we make piles. Yeah, like fences. So that essentially they're berms. Yeah. And when I cleared all the stumps out with the skid steer later on, I made those you berms even those bigger. Too, yeah. And any gaps in the land, and frankly, I wasn't even thinking about security at this point. I was it just was thinking just about like, privacy what am I do with these and wind yeah. too. And what we did with any gaps is we build fences mm -hmm. with vertical rough cut lumber, mm -hmm. like it looks like barn board. There's bark on a lot of pieces. You, you get them as scraps from anyone who mills lumber. Yeah. We and pay a hundred bucks a load. Which it, that's like a cord of firewood. Yeah. It's about half of what you pay for a cord of actual firewood. Yeah. But this stuff is really rough. So what you do is when you mount it vertically, it just with screws and mm -hmm. leg bolts, it ends up looking a lot like trees in the forest. It does look like trees. Shockingly. And as soon as it turns gray in that first rain or you two. You can't see that fence. No. But if you come upon that fence, you immediately realize, I might get murdered here. Yeah. <laughs> it does not look And it's not. We're, we're really nice. But we don't want to exude no. an aura of welcoming exactly. to people coming in at places that are not normal no. places. No, and to we enter. we kind of grew into that. We really didn't intend to start out like that, but yeah, it was but like the first person who comes onto your land from a weird entrance, and yeah. you start thinking, I don't want to encourage no. that. No, because it's never good. No, you're not going to come. Nobody's bringing. That was one thing that bothered me out here. It's supposed to be really hospitable, and we lived here before. Yeah, in this area, this region. Mm -hmm. Nobody came with a welcome basket. Mm -hmm. Like, times have changed, even in the last decade. Yeah, it's not cute and old-timey anymore. No. If someone's not texting you, 
leaving a cute note at your mailbox. Yeah. Like if they're just going to plow up your driveway and open your gate and not think anything of it, they're not there with good intentions. Never. And That's it's not it's disheartening. You be encouraging. But yeah. We need to move on to our second sponsor of the day. I feel like that's a good place to take a break anyways. It's the off-grid prep family line of planners. You guys have put a lot of work into this. I think there's eight of them now. Mm -hmm. We try and do all different varieties. So there are some for people who have dairy animals and dairy chores to think about every day. And there are some who do not. There are for some for people who homeschool and some for people who do uh, home businesses. Nice. And you can find them all on Amazon. Or you can print your own for roughly half the price if you go to our store. But then you've... That's then a lot of ink. <laughs> it's 500 pages. And it will organize your uh, daily layouts, right? As far as like your chores, keeping your house clean. This is how I keep our house clean with seven kids and I don't have any help. Mm -hmm. Because I just do that little bit every day. It tells me to wipe the top of my fridge. So I wipe the top of my fridge. And then it looks like Mary Maids has been there because I just <laughs> keep up with it, right? It has goals and pantry stuff, gardening things. It has uh, pages to track your harvests every day, monthly budgets, notes for substitute teachers or notes for farm sitters, mm -hmm. uh, pantry inventories, freeze-dried food inventories, seasonal clothing inventories. It has a garden planner, a gardening plan for fall, livestock planners, stock records, laying bird logs, meat bird logs, and of course your emergency bug out backpack sheets your evacuation checklist the first 300 things to prep and your family emergency plan and so on this gigantic inch and a quarter thick it planner book i'd say it's an inch and a half and it you can get it from amazon <laughs> and uh today it's 15.99 i just put it on it i make 50 cents so, <laughs> if you buy it on Amazon, I make 50 cents. And if you want to print it yourself, I make a little more, but that's more work for you. So, it's your call. Thank you, Off Grid Prep Family, and my teenage daughter who likes to upload. She does. She loves it. Yeah, she's she's got a system now. Moving on. We've talked about landscaping. Okay, a motion detector at the end of your driveway, that's in addition to the cameras. Yeah, but it is all part of the same it's system. It's all part of the same system. Yeah. No trespassing signs. We talked about get some serious ones and some funny ones. I, I want to say one more thing about the cameras and the motion detectors and the system. So mm -hmm. I mentioned that they're IP cameras. They run on internet protocol. I prefer the hardwired cameras because you're, there's, you're never worrying about whether or not the signal's getting through. Uh, all of this stuff is what's called ethernet based okay. okay that's the those cat5 snap-in plastic clear right. cable ends With cheap cable yeah. yeah and what's important about it the system i use is it's ethernet but it is not what i say internet based mm. if our internet goes down our my cameras camera still work, work. yeah i can still use the app on my phone which is an open sourced on this app right it's called ip camera yeah there are other i've tried a few different apps and they some of them work in different ways but i like this one for a number of reasons but anyway um i'm not going to promote that app. yeah it's been like six one. years and we've tried a bunch of them yeah this is the one this is the one that i use. like yeah um it's very small source like there's not yeah. a lot of downloads but the important part as i said is when i shut the internet off yeah. 
which I just do with a switch at night. Yeah. My cameras still work with my phone. Like it doesn't use, it doesn't bounce to a cell tower and oh, back. Oh, okay. And I only discovered that by accident because I'm sure yeah. co- there are many entities out there making sure but that there, that's not a thing. There are times when yeah. you hear something and you want to roll over and click on your phone and mm-hmm. look at all the cameras on your property and, and see if, what's going on. And if your cell service is down, yeah. as it went down here in Can- all of Canada, all lost cell service yeah. just last week or last month. Yeah. My my cameras and motion, everything still works. That's the time when you need it. Yeah. So if you're really interested, message us and we can walk you yeah. through it because we only found a lot of this stuff by accident. Yeah. Trial and error yeah. over many years. Yeah. Um, next. Amazon boxes. Number one, we have a shed at the end of our driveway <laughs> where Amazon can drop stuff. Sometimes they don't. Those are the super sketchy drivers that like to drive up our super long driveway and that see what's going on. That took us a minute. These guys who are not from this country, they're fascinated. And they want to rob a little it. Little homestead. They, they want to see rob everything it you have and, and steal so it. It was creepy. it was not endearing. No. Like at first, they like, "Oh, well, your teenage my, daughters." Yeah, yeah. My my Canadian welcoming instincts were like, mm. "Oh, these guys are just interested." No, and they want to see what you've got. 5 minutes later, I was like, "These guys want to rob me." Yeah. And that's not racist. No. Like, ew. Don't they're open your creepy. home to opportunistic people. If it's not your family, yeah. they're going to try and rob you. Probably. That's the world we live in, and we've learned this the hard and way many the times. the only time that happens, people are only nice right now because they have it easy. Well, well people are nice because they have to be. That's and, why people yeah, are nice. Yeah, and because there will be reparations if they're not. But the second that it's barely indicative that they might not be punished yeah. or that they could get away with it or that they don't have that easy happened food. that happened during those Vancouver floods yeah. last year it's amazing how nasty it was, people get it was a, a mountie was commenting yeah on he had never seen anything like it it was out not even hours yeah that's like, how long it takes these people were just stealing gas and smashing windows and yeah yelling at each other and threatening each other it wasn't even it was like a one station. small yeah it was crazy yeah because that is the nature of man i guess everybody's a bunch of gosh a, darn spoiled it's brats a broken world yeah and so we have a shed at the end of our driveway with very clear writing in front of the gate yeah that that's where packages go yeah it's not visible from the road but it's there it is. And if they don't leave it there, we call Amazon and they mm. refund us. Yep. Or it comes the next day and we and probably that, get a refund. And that happens less and less. They're starting yeah, to learn. Yeah, they'll learn. Um, also, Amazon boxes, don't be leaving your Amazon boxes around. If you, le- if you live somewhere where people can see your front porch, mm-hmm. don't be leaving that big box with your new TV in your front porch. Yeah, you get the, the message from Amazon, yeah, go get, get it. it. <laughs> Now because we've never we've never had anything stolen. No, but if we you live lives, in the yeah. land of nobody cares. Yeah, like, if you lived somewhere where people might be opportunistic, we had we lived in a very wealthy part of Canada. Oh yeah. Before we moved here, we lived in a very wealthy neighborhood. And we had porch pirates. We had porch pirates. There was this old lady <laughs> who drove a. Hundred and twenty-five thousand yeah. dollars Mercedes. No, it was a Lexus. It was a Lexus. It was a Lexus. The nicest Lexus I have it was ever seen. Not the okay, nicest. Okay, okay, a very nice. Lexus. It was an extremely. I don't know if it was a GS or whatever, but it was a nice Lexus. GSL. 
I don't know. Okay. Anyway, this lady collected cans. Every Thursday morning. Every Thursday morning, she would come and steal our recycling. She'd go through our trash, yep. take anything she thought was worthwhile, and yeah. she would steal the recycling. Yeah. It was... This is the world we live in. It's a broken world. It's so broken. And if you expect the best of people, you will be disappointed. Yeah. After Amazon boxes, the easiest, cheapest, quickest, easy to use, don't need to train thing, pepper spray. And if you live in Canada, just mm. call it bear spray and then you've got the big can. Yeah. We have them everywhere. Mm -hmm. you got to have them. You point it, you shoot it. Any kid over 10 mm. can use it. Probably Which, over five. that segues into the next point is pick a knife you like and get used to carrying it. Yeah, put it in your pocket. All of our teenagers have a pocket knife. Yeah, like over the age of 10, they've got a knife on them. It's not, a, they they the look time. forward to it. It's not like a ritual. It, we just no. kind of gradually. Eventually they need it for like farm chores. They're like cutting yeah. this hay string or, you know, like they're, our, they're constantly needing it. had to use his knife to clean out screw heads on the yeah. gray water filter. They use it all day long. All day. But if you don't have it or you're not used to carrying it, you won't yeah. have it with you when you need it. Yeah. And so you need to pick one that you really like. We like the um, Leatherman Skeletool, but there's lots of cheaper there's ones that you can get. Yeah, I got some on-sale knives at Canadian Tire. Tire the other day. They were $9.99. 10 bucks. It was regular $39.99. Uh, I thought it was more than that. But anyway, it was insane. great little flip-out knife, single yeah. blade, not a multi-tool. Yeah. I, I use it all the time. Um, smoke detectors and carbon, carbon monoxide Mon detector. Monoxide, yeah. He put CO2. Put oh, he CO. did put CO2. Yeah. That's true. We have teenagers smoking. Yeah, spreads. carbon monoxide detectors. Really important if Don't you're burning wood. Don't get the wood. dual. No. The duals yeah. are notoriously faulty and you'll just end up paying twice. Yeah. Just get smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors. Yeah. Have we not talked about our gate yet? I feel like I've mentioned it. Uh, almost. I so, guess. I guess yeah, at we've this talked point, about the if cameras. you do not yet have one, put a gate. You need a gate on your driveway, and it's ouchy, and it sucks to put in those posts. You just gotta do it. Yeah. Now we had gate on posts for a little bit, but eventually I moved my gate onto trees. It's on trees. Giant. I, trees. I happen to have about a third of the way up our driveway, which is way far in. This is mm -hmm. another good point. When you're going to put a gate, don't put it at the road. No. Because most people see that gate and think, hey, what's back there? Yeah. Now, there must be something worth protecting. It's a That's psychological thing. And we, once again, this is one of the things we've learned by accident. Yeah. We put our gate back uh, where there's two big evergreens that yeah. were almost exactly 12 feet apart. Yeah, it's like 500 feet in. You can't see it from the road. You can't see it from the road. So first of all, the driveway is creepy. Yeah. Only because I don't trim the weeds down there. <laughs> it's a lot. Second, you get in that driveway, like if you want to come up there for nefarious yeah. reasons or you're just curious, which yeah. does never actually happen. Uh, uh, maybe at the beginning. Are, but not as often anymore. No, exactly. You get up there and then you hit a gate. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh. Are they growing drugs? Like you yes. think they're doing something bad. Sketchy. And then you start panicking. Yeah. You're like, how am I going to get out of here? And the moment you start panicking, you forget what you were doing there. Yeah. So that's another, on our part, unintentional deterrent. But it we, works. It works brilliantly. Yeah. So you, you need a gate. They're and cheap. You can get a gate for a couple of hundred dollars farm at any farm supply gate. store. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fancy Home Depot gate. No. Farm supply gate. No. I got a galvanized gate. It weighs about... 
maybe 50 or 60 pounds it's yeah. fairly lightweight but you put blocks or like the little thing that goes up and down to lock it oh uh, that's no like, that's another whole part of my automation but you so, can't just it can't be able to just be pushed no you can just get these gates usually from farm supply stores come, come with, with chains welded thing. on okay so you just have to get a good padlock okay and just wrap it around the post or the tree okay after you have your gate mm -hmm. my next suggestion would be put some long screws in your door hinges and your deadbolts put some metal around your door frames like yep. just bulk that up because the stuff they come with is frankly useless. modern so i don't know how old people are listening to the podcast but i remember we remember as a kid whenever you found an antique door handle it was so heavy duty mm -hmm. and and this is the weirdest part for me is it was like an eighth turn remember mm. you just turn it like five degrees yeah and it, and it open. opens the door and it's yeah. this heavy brass plunger doors now i've kind of surmised but i know that some of you could corroborate mm -hmm. this they're designed to be easy for the cops to break to down break down and pick and destroy yeah so they're garbage extremely complicated and really easy to destroy even the deadbolts yeah. it's just garbage and not not through any reason of making it easier or better for the consumer. It's yeah. so that the cops can break your door down yeah. easier. Spoke against people who have had, while well, we're not home. Oh, at the flood. Yeah. Doors drilled out. Yeah, doors and drilled door, out. Doors broken So that's out. what it, it's all part of that system. So you want to uh, amend your doors. Yes. As best you can. Yeah. Old-fashioned stuff like drop bars, you know, like that big yeah. two by four that yeah. slides we into have a couple that on of our gates. We do, We're not getting yeah. Old-fashioned stuff that it would yeah. take a car to get through. Yeah. Uh, at that point, you're mm. secured and you've deterred. Yeah. At that point, anyone who's coming is unannounced. Is mm -hmm. probably not there for good reasons. Yeah. We would like you to choose your self-defense tool of choice. Yeah. And we're in Canada, so that's as far as we're going to go with that. Yeah. We're not going to talk about any kind of self-defense tools. Because we don't want to get uh, um, canceled. CRT seed. But <laughs> we would also advise you to stock up on all your accessories for said self-defense tool yeah. of choice. Mm -hmm. Next, extra, you're going to go... Ex extra clothes pins. Don't... Don't forget the clothespins. Oh, all the extra clothespins. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you can reload your clothespins if they break. Well, yeah, yeah maybe. Reuse. Um, write a detailed plan for evacuation from your home, work, or school. That is in the back of every single one of our planners. It's also in that $2 download in our emergency plan. Next, spare accessories for self-defense tool of choice including yep. safety, safety glasses, glasses ear, protection. ear protection a bag or mm -hmm. whatever training. you might need mm -hmm. and training yeah because without training you might as well just not and we talked about this next one earlier pocket knives for everyone who can handle it yeah yeah everyday carry just make everyone get in the habit of mm -hmm. an edc yeah if you're not constantly pulling knives and weird things out of pockets as you do laundry you're probably not <laughs> doing it right uh, an IFAC, that's an improved first aid kit. Yeah. Tactical, trauma kit, gunshot, tourniquet. Yeah. That's what you need at this point. Yeah. Because the fewer people you have to call into your property, the more secure it is. Yeah, the uh, the EMS is not they're coming. Not they're not to coming help to help you. They're coming to figure out how to tear your family apart. Yeah, they're going to send CPS or yeah. something. Then... 
we're going to encourage you to install some sort of communication system and CT CCTV if you do not have it yet which, at all gates. Yeah, which we've talked we've about. We've covered that, but yeah. like the ability to see, hear, maybe even talk to people at different points. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to get this from any off-the-shelf systems. No, it's, you've got to build it yourself. Yeah. We've got the components on our site. Uh, then you're going to keep remembering to schedule time for target practice and self-defense training. When you're using your bows and arrows. Yeah. yeah. Your slingshots. Uh, freedom sticks. Mm -hmm. Freedom <laughs> sticks. Bow staff. <laughs> I got bow staff skills. <laughs> I got nunchuck skills. And a pin pad and remote openers on your gates at this point. We have options for that. We have it. It's super handy. Then you're going to start thinking about communications because yeah. if you can't communicate with people around your property, mm -hmm. it's useless, frankly. Yeah. Now I just realized we're way over time, so we're going to. We'll just wrap up this. We're going to wrap and we'll this up. We'll talk about communications tomorrow. Yeah. So the the communications, these uh, Beofang UV UV5R handheld. Ham radios. They're the best. They're the cheapest. They're on Amazon. Yeah, you we can did get a six pack. Yeah, yeah, and that's important because everybody has to have one. Yeah. You can communicate on two an open of them. Channel. Doesn't do you a whole lot yeah. of good unless there's only two of you. We're gonna come up with radio call signs. Uh, mm -hmm. Study for a ham radio license. We're gonna talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, take your ham radio license so that you can operate it without yeah. getting in trouble. And you want to teach the kids how to use it, and uh, also teach the kids how to use Morse code. Yeah. And they and, pick it up so fast. And they can use, they can listen to a ham radio without having their license. Yeah. You can listen, you no just problem. can't. You just can't yeah. speak on it. Um, next, okay, I got three things left. Mm -hmm. Cut plywood for every window you have. Paint it black and store it somewhere that's easy to access with screws. Hmm. Because if a hurricane's coming or something weird's happening or your window gets blown out, yep. you've just got it there and it's painted black yep. and you've got the screws you need to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Next, collect items for bartering or trading and vacuum seal them in tiny amounts. Think about local vices, right? Vices? Booze, cigarettes. Oh, okay. Uh, junk food. Uh-huh baby stuff things that people would be desperate for mm -hmm. comfort items of any kind right because the worst people are going to come for those yeah. medications mm -hmm. like we always keep some insulin we are not diabetic we still got insulin uh lighters candles dollar store preppy type stuff mm -hmm. because it's easier to just send somebody away with a tiny amount of stuff than to like create an altercation oh yeah totally and that's all we're gonna say today tomorrow we will talk about radios ham radios cb radios call signs codes mm -hmm. etc but for today i guess we'll just leave you with our quote of the day who's this this is john steinbeck and it's this is pretty apt for what's going on now <laughs> an unbelieved truth can hurt a man much more than a lie it takes great courage to back truth unacceptable to our times there's punishment for it and it's usually crucifixion john steinbeck yeah he's the best thank you for listening if you found this helpful if you could share it on social media or with a friend that helps us out so much we can tell when people are sharing the podcast versus when they aren't and it's a big boost to it's us a big help. we really yeah. appreciate thank it thank you
We will talk to you tomorrow about radius. Have a nice Saturday, you guys. Bye. Bye.